0: Every movie. Yeah. Every movie ever interview Rob Livings and Randy Nilow. The directors of the Christmas tapes. Out today on Amazon
1: Prime all over the planet. Spoilers ahead.
0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Every Movie Ever Podcast. My name is Ben Groves. And my name is Rob McFarlane. And today we are we are as excited as we have ever been mm-hmm. on this show. Because we have Ben, do you want to do the honors? We are sitting down today with the directors
1: of the Christmas tapes, Rob Livings and randy randy how do you say your last name is it non perfect is that it yeah. you're, the, you're the first
2: english person to ever yes. say it properly when i used to live in england there'd be like noodle uh, blunder, <laughs> yeah, everything. So, i'm honored man
1: good God job
3: any opportunity to say he lived yeah. in england all right
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna keep dropping it oh
0: yeah. it's good it's good to have you guys Thanks uh, for, joining for us those, guys. Of you, those of you listening in the christmas tapes thank you for having us is out right now where can people find it
3: uh we can, you can find it on uh prime video so I, I think in the uk that helps you guys i could say to be but that doesn't help no no England that means nothing to all. us we're left that out of that, means that club there's nothing to you guys yeah and then it'll also be on the uh kings of horror uh like movie channel on youtube amazing we're doing a live commentary thing on the release of that as
1: well on the on today or the today 16th, 16th. Depending 16th when you listening yeah, yeah. to this fantastic <laughs> yeah.
0: uh so right ben we got some questions
1: we're going to Honestly, man, you guys aren't ready for how fucking laser focused this interview is going to be. Right?
0: It's nothing oh, no. <laughs> but nothing but straight shooting. So, what's your thoughts on Derek Akora and Most Wanted? All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck it's it's no wait 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 it's it's most uh, it's not most wanted it's most almost, most, most wanted most wanted would be him yeah. and his little Ethiopian yeah. ghost child chasing down parole violators, right? Like. <laughs> bear macing spirits <laughs> most wanted's a very have different we seen the same show <laughs> <laughs> there's a movie in oh. there there's a movie in there we'll pitch that later if we have got time we'll uh, we'll pitch that it later, doesn't but... matter
3: what you do with it. It,
0: it like it could be as original as that and
3: the the reviews w- the people online will say this is just grave encounters it yeah, doesn't yeah, matter yeah, yeah. you can't do a ghost hunting movie without them being like that's ah, grave but encounters there, there, right?
0: there is a theme i mean so infrared uh great film by the way if you've not seen it go fucking watch it it's on amazon uh and paranormal perry in this one you've got you seem to have the ghost hunting shtick down like you are, you are good at it there there must be some insider knowledge there like you've even got the gizmos what's what's the story with the ghost hunting
3: <laughs> so uh i mean i i feel like i make it a point is that they're the only i never watch those shows unless i'm staying in a hotel oh, okay uh, so that's kind of that's when i come across them because there's always a channel that's just showing them yeah, yeah, only. but them. to answer the question re- <laughs> yeah to answer the question regarding like how we kind of got a lot of the stuff down austin our sound guy um who's in infrared as the sound guy and is the sound guy. Uh, he worked on a bunch of those shows and like basically was like, yeah, this is how they bullshit it all and um, figured it out. Like just even just setting off the meters. Like yeah. he had, we had different things. He, he was using sound packs where yeah. like you could have little things just to set them off. So uh, we, yeah, we just kind of went based on his knowledge. Ah, um,
0: that's, that's, see, yeah. I always assumed they did it by um, lying but it's <laughs> nice to know that they had. I think, I think that might be part. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. okay. It's elaborate, yeah, lying. It's elaborate yeah. lying. Okay, no, that's good. You guys carry off really well in this film. I think there's there's a lot to love in this. We we get sent a lot of screeners, and we're like, thank you. Mm. And then it sort of goes a bit quiet. This one, we were like, oh fucking yeah, 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 yeah. This is gonna be good. Uh, and that's one of the many elements they nail, including your your character transitions which oh man your yeah.
1: characters i don't know what it is about your characters right you've got you've got this really weird talent where you have characters that seem quite like goofy and quite lovable and relatively like dad jokey you know like agreeable characters and then you only realize once it's too late that they are sinister as fuck and you can't pinpoint <laughs> like when it happens but they just there's this weird transition is that like down to casting or have you done that uh through like writing or I
2: think it's a mixture of all of them so the writing the casting because mm. a lot uh we have an outline and a lot of it's improvised so right. the actors are bringing their own ideas Oh
3: sweet Yeah we well, I mean our outlines are very very detailed they're yeah. very um like we, we have we know exactly what each we need from each character at each yeah. point. Um, well, if there's more than one character in a scene, we'll speak to them separately. We'll sometimes challenge them again, giving them different Ooh, goals. Um, so some, if fuckers. there's an extra level of sinisterness, it can come from just, um, <laughs> like Vernon was just he just he Dude. just yeah, as yeah. as the maniacal Santa, he just kind of like
1: dove. You in. just pushed him on. Uh, Didn't uh, give him Vernon's anything. fucking terrifying <laughs> in this movie, man. Yes, yeah, like it, that's a, that's like the one fucking moment where. He's like, it's a game show, and it's great, and it's fantastic, and yay. And then it immediately cuts to like... What do you
3: mean you don't like this foot rub? (laughs) Oh my (laughs) God. Fucking
0: foot rub.
2: I feel like we barely give him notes. I don't, I... I,
0: Yeah, he was, Vernon was great. I kind of fear Vernon as a person, because I only Mm. ever see him in roles where I'm like, did, is this is he acting or yeah. is he just? Does he know he's on a film? Like-, <laughs>
3: <laughs> like he is as, um, as like stereotypical of a sweet older man yeah. who's just uh, from that generation mm. of just treating everyone with kindness as they come. Mm. Uh, which just makes it so great once because you know you know obviously in the film if you've seen mm-hmm. it like listeners obviously you guys mm-hmm. have seen it I hope <laughs> you're fucking happy. um we, we were very clear in our review
0: that that hasn't come out whilst at the time of recording but by the time they're listening to it we were very clear mm-hmm. you watch this fucking film yeah.
3: <laughs> but you you know you know with Vernon because the tone of his voice goes from this to like this gravelly mm. deep and you're like oh I'll fuck uh, all right easy. here
0: we go welcome to my Kalax of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my dad's <laughs> Oh my
1: God. How long did it get you to sell the fucking, to sell the foot rub to the actors? How long did it get you to go like, I was oh. instant. Uh, <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, absolutely instant. They're, they're really good friends. Oh, okay. Um, so that was actually, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have pitched that to a lot of people. Right. Um, but we'd worked with Laurie. Obviously she, she was an in yeah. infrared as well. And, um, and then Jason, Jason, what's funny about Jason is he's like this really renowned, well-known mm. stage actor. Um, and he he was he was in this very prestigious play at the time mm-hmm. when we were making this okay. thing. And like so he's going from rehearsal and he's coming here and then he's getting his his foot rubbed, he's getting thrown in a box. <laughs> oh um,
0: the sound design, so the was that in camera captured sound. Did you just put him in a box and stick him on a truck? In the box. No,
2: the box was in a. <laughs> the box was in a in a building, and it was Rob shaking the box. It's fucking. What terrifying. are you talking about? The, uh, we have a high budget. On this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah. We threw him in
3: a truck. <laughs> the box didn't have didn't have a bottom. Yeah, yeah. It was it was made really jankily. Right. Yeah. Um. By Randy's dad, <laughs> and the the lid. Did, the best thing about it was wait. Well, basically, Austin. Um, Austin was going to build the box Mm. and then he got COVID and he gave these dimensions to Randy's dad. But I think he m- made a mistake on the lid or the base, oh, God. so we didn't. We only had one. <laughs> was on it top like a Spinal and... Tap
0: moment where he handed over a little wasp coffin? <laughs> <It> was like... <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, but it, it worked out because if that box was sturdy, mm. I would. It was so. Mm. It was so fucking heavy. I would not have been able to shake mm. it. Yep. So because it was loose, it created this whole element of squeakiness oh. as well as whatever else. If there had been coal on um, my
0: ass, you'd have made diamond. It was so stressful would, that box scene. Mm. You absolutely nailed it. Well
3: thank you. That's that was I think that's my favorite moment in mm-hmm. the film. Um just because I like claustrophobic horror is something that I I really, really
1: like.
0: Ben's more of a fear of feet. So the the same short oh. for him was Dude, the foot rub real. was too
1: much, man. I got a thing about teeth and feet. <laughs> teeth and feet I can't do. Yeah. So that fucking foot rub thing, it was like <laughs> painful watching i was all like t-rex my fucking arms were up here teeth and fit
3: <laughs> yeah i won't i won't even like let my wife touch my feet i i hate mm. it i i have foot claustrophobia if anything's a little bit too tight same and so that i mean that's
2: it's never that's I, I was gonna foot say foot claustrophobia, it. it's a thing you put on, yeah. <laughs> you Google it
0: speaking of speaking of your sort of industrial because i always say i've got joke term of industrial shite and tragic for um, bad effects but the effects in this film are top notch mm. uh I won't, you. You, I won't ask you i won't ask you i'm trying to keep it relatively spoiler light but the plate I've you, you're gonna oh, have to the demystify the plate Fucking dope man
2: we threw it out of <laughs> 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 <fucking> girl, <laughs> uh,
3: randy can explain it so uh this is This is my favorite bit of camera trickery that we did uh, just based on like, we've got Dave Sheridan on set, right? So I'll let him explain the actual stunt, but like, so we've got Dave, Dave shows up to set. I'm like, all right, we're going to do this, this stunt. Uh, Randy, how, how did we pull off the plate?
2: (laughs) Uh, So the ending was actually, I think like five or six different Mm -hmm. shots. Right. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Combined with the way it's been edited. uh, So we had the plate on the counter. And we had two of the crew members with a bit of a fishing wire, and they started moving it. It looked okay. really dumb. Amazing. <laughs> I, I think they, I think one of them just threw it, and I was standing near the actress, ready to catch
3: it, just in case you did it got <laughs> um, So he <laughs> he was standing low, and then it was scary. and then we had a second plate which we cut out the mouth, and she just put it in her mouth, and then ah. so it was just everything's hidden in the whips. Yeah, yeah it looks like, fucking it, awesome. It smells
0: incredibly, man. Mm. Uh, honestly, like. I think you you sort of go okay when you know that a, a budget has not been unlimited. You go okay, well there's there's no compromises. This, like I was th- what, thoroughly thoroughly impressed. Well, thank you. It's difficult with some of the screeners we get sent. A lot of people t- tend
1: not to write to their budgets. You know what I mean? They tend to want to like throw yeah. in all these big special effects and all that and the other. Mm. And then when they work out too expensive, they use like <laughs> the super cheap versions of them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And it's
0: just sort of like. You've seen, you've seen Birdemic, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> they ruined their legacy by doing Birdemic too, though, oh. because it was like. Because then they made an intentionally mm. bad film. Yeah. Um, same with like Samurai Cop 2, right? Like, I, I used to host these bad movie nights when I lived yeah. in Nashville, right. and it was just like those films there's something special but when you when you like buy yeah. for that it doesn't it doesn't go i always say you yeah. can't
0: ironically fuck a donkey you're still fucking the donkey yeah. like it, it, it it's either has to be accidental or what are you doing you're just deliberately making yeah. shit films. so how did you guys
1: start working together i mean when i met rob i met him in university and he approached me in a blazer and called me a japanophile to my face so i flat out just <laughs> thought he was a cunt for like the first six months that i knew him and then before i knew it he was my best friend <laughs>
2: <laughs> a Japanophile?
1: why did he say was, that he, what were you wearing I had like bright colored hair and i was learning japanese at the time that was the only information he had to go oh, on right.
0: ben would not shut the fuck up about japan he had a samurai sword
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you were carrying around a samurai no, sword yeah.
1: this is the first time i met this guy he literally walked up to me and to my face just went oh so you're a japanophile and that was it. I don't blame him. Huh? I don't blame him.
0: Uh, no, I, think you, I think you referred to me as a fucking magician. You're like, all mm. right, Mr. Magician. <laughs> yeah, you had a, a, a blazer. And I was like,
1: fucking, this is the sort of guy that goes to a bar, orders a milk, and then does card tricks for old people. You know what I mean?
3: <laughs> so I, I met Randy. Uh, I thought he was a bit of a cunt as well. So we... Um, uh, there's a reason. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, I work with uh, we work with a couple other guys in this guy Michael was like hey I'm gonna do this movie, podca- pod- podcast, uh, movie mm-hmm. podcast and uh, meeting with a couple of friends Um, and it was uh, Sam and, and Randy and I go to this meeting and we all talk about ideas I came up with the name for it it was really good. Did you? Uh, yeah I came up with the name. <laughs> Summer Party, yeah that was my oh. thing um, okay. and then glad we stole it. <laughs> yeah and then I, I left and it was like yeah, we're not going to use you for the podcast. I was like, "Well, fuck them." I'll tell you the discussion. It was Rob talks
2: too much and we didn't know most of the things <laughs> we about. like AirPod 3 uh, and I was like, "What the hell I'm all
0: about the ABCU. Fuck
3: me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when they start
3: talking it gets a little unrealistic, but yeah, yeah. it's
0: it's yeah. Spooky Buddies is kind of where it peaks for me. <laughs> Do you know how many times we've referenced the fucking Airbud
1: cinematic universe throughout the lifetime of this podcast? Uh,
3: I mean, I listened to a couple, of, when I, the first couple of episodes of it, I was like, yes, Airbud. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like Airbud 3, they let a male dog play for the women's uh, right. soccer team. It's fucking stupid. All right, can we talk about the Christmas
1: oh, yeah, thing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course, of
0: course, of course. <laughs> so you guys met via the podcast. Uh, I no, he wasn't. In there. <laughs> you weren't in. Uh, at what point did you decide you were going to combine directorially? And what was your what was your first project leading up to this that you sort of worked with together creatively?
3: Yeah, so we worked together at a, a film school for adults with disabilities. Um, amazing. And nice. Then we, I mean, we'd been talking about doing projects, yep. and we, um, I'd made a couple of like no budget, like two hundred dollar features before, mm-hmm. and we we'd been talking about doing it, but it's like trying to find time around work didn't Mm. quite work. So um, COVID hit our program went online and then it just gave us this opportunity to brainstorm and write. We pretty much dove into writing straight away when we went online. We're like, we're going to make the most of this three weeks that we're (laughs) online. (laughs) 18 months later. Uh, And yeah, we, we wrote this film called the other girl, Mm. which we shot um, during like lockdown times um, just in a small apartment with, three actors that we knew and uh yeah we really i don't know something gelled Mm. that was improv as well multi-cam uh we shot mini dv so no one will buy it that was a that was an oversight (laughs) um yeah (laughs) oops (laughs) if we could do it again uh (laughs) and yeah so that that's kind of how it started and then after that we're like we should we should flip into genre like Mm. there's there's there is a market element there um and just by pure happenstance came across Travis Ayers, who's like co-produced these films and he's the publicist for Greg Sistero and it just created this this mm. roll on effect and we've just been making films since.
1: Nice and awesome, man.
0: I, I I must admit I went back and I I went I watched See Me, Randy, and immediately fell oh, in love <laughs> with uh, Do you still have the Minolta camera? Your from your first shortcut? No, film? that
2: was uh that was my friend's <gasps> I think the camera changed halfway through the film because we went back and like redone something.
3: <laughs> Actually, I think Taylor's here. He owns it. I'll ask him afterwards. Yeah, it's a really. We work with all our friends who are filmmakers. Yeah, like fantastic. this whole group is just like our film Dance crew. crew or I something.
0: I would love to be able to say, oh, I just yeah, I just made this with my friends, and it was a feature film mm. as good as the Christmas tapes, mm. starring the cast list that you have, which is in literally. As a question, I had when. Ben found out the cast for your film. He broke a hole in the bottom of his desk. He got hard <laughs> that <on>. quickly. Right? <laughs> oh, hold that, hold <laughs> wow! He just immediately oh, no. fired his keyboard into the ceiling. He's still got the enter key in his ceiling. That's how it's immediately. Difficult type, he just... <laughs> it's difficult to type. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, do you cast a movie based on? Because obviously, you've got cult figure after cult figure in this film. Do you cast based on their draw, or do you like? The writing and the casting—how do they interact with this film? Because big ge- big ge- uh, gets like Greg and Vernon, and you know, do they come before or after the writing? Do you just hope, or do you write specifically for them?
2: So usually we have uh, we have an idea of people to approach, mm-hmm. um, and then they usually say they're interested in the concept, and we write around them. Uh, so we think like, oh, Vernon would be a good sinister mm. Santa, uh, Greg. Was in the room, so we know he can pull off this uh, goofy (laughs) uh, persona. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, we had Dave as well, and Mm. he's like, he has a comedy background, so we had an idea for him. Dave,
3: Dave Dave came from, yeah. (laughs) Dave, Dave came. I was drunk one night, and I just emailed a bunch of random people, being like, "Hey, looking for day rates and stuff like that." But like, Dave was like the one that we're like, "Let's let's let's (laughs) see what happens." Ah. Um and uh yeah i got a like an email from him the next day he's like let's talk that's incredible uh, (laughs) because we we wanted felissa rose but we thought that she might be a bit out of reach for what we needed and then he's like there may be a condition with hiring me um and it's just that like i usually travel with felissa rose so you might have to cast her as well (laughs) good man
1: So good. Oh, right. Like, oh, no. oh.
3: oh, so so now, so at this oh. point we have like four cult <laughs> figures attached yeah. um scheduling didn't work out uh which is yeah. It, yeah. it happens yeah. i mean that's that's what you what you get we we had um kane hodder attached to a previous project that didn't Fuck go through me, so it's man. like you don't always kind of get it just because they're attached but yeah like we we mm. liked even if it's not name actors we like to have our cast we always want to have our cast and our locations locked before mm. we start writing because right. there's nothing worse than like writing this great thing and then not being able to pull it off so like knowing what our limit that, i think that's how we work within our budgets is we we know our limitations before we like dive mm-hmm. in so
0: nice
1: man yeah
0: i i'm I, my envy my envy because again yeah it's just that thing of like having mates and then going oh, we made a film and it just so turns out that this film's got this epic cast and it's practically fantastic and sort of works on on multiple levels i like Ben mentioned it earlier, when you lean into what you don't have, you know, the, the found footage format, you know, if you go, okay, this is this is what we have, what can we do with it? Rather than, like Ben said, when we get sent screeners and are like, and here's the bit where Godzilla turns up and you're like, and that's, who's playing Godzilla? Yeah, that's a, that's a toy figurine <laughs> under a magnifying <laughs> glass. Fantastic. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs>
1: you guys shooting in the snow, the first segment is the, uh, the Christmas Scarecrow. Mm. and a christmas yeah. gift the christmas uh was it tra- travel, buggies? Tra- travel, buggies. Travel, buggies.
0: travel buggies. travel buggies travel buggies man yeah.
1: okay the two guys you have playing in that there's an argument scene where they've set up camp and it's too wet to start the fire and um <laughs> he's like getting really pissed off being like oh this is fucking mental blah 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 and the acting is so fucking good and the argument seems so genuine Mm. The, the creepy fucking scarecrow in the background <laughs> sort of edging forward. Uh, Again, didn't notice uh, it until it was too late and then in the last frame where he was oh, about uh. to turn
0: the camera off, I noticed it and it was just sheer goosebumps, man. It was like <laughs> yeah. a cold sweat had crept in. It's you know a I mean? really hard thing to do to time when the viewer notices something and put it right before the cut so they can't see it anymore. Mm. It's an incredible bit of work. Was that... Was that Decided post shooting, or was that? See, did you always know the scarecrow was gonna?
2: Oh no, we put the scarecrow in the background originally. It was funny because the earlier takes, uh, the actor he can't hit he- because the mask, he the mask on, so he couldn't see, he couldn't hear us. Right, okay. uh, even when you're like ten <laughs> feet away, he's like, I can't hear you. So in the in the first take, he's if you look in the background, he starts adjusting his yeah, jeans, like, just pulling them up. He puts the pitchfork <laughs> down. He's like
3: adjusting. It was great. But there's a there's a point where we're, we like had to stop a take. We're like. Rob, <laughs> Rob, coyotes! <laughs> Just like, coyotes. He's, yeah, like, he's like, what? what? Like, quiet. <laughs>
1: yeah. what? As in, like, literal coyotes were like drifting yeah, around yeah, the back. Literal coyotes. Oh.
3: We, we were filming on public, we were filming in land we shouldn't have been on. But, <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> yeah. We're well, who's like, coming
1: the... out to the snow <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: like, <laughs> What am I going to do? Go get a. Yeah, like, they don't know you we tell were. me where we shot. Like, like, you oh, find no no that clue. tree.
1: It's no clue. Imagine someone rocking up to that shoot though, being sort of like, "Uh, what are you doing here?" And the fucking scarecrow with a pitchfork is just walking towards him. You'd be like, "Yeah, you're right. You're fine, man. You crack on." <laughs> <laughs> See, boy's like, well,
3: I mean, I was worried. I was worried that was going to happen because there is some free skiing that people do through there. Right, and Give them more clues.
0: Oh my god! Can you imagine? Only among sort of the like... free skiing community that listen to our podcast, yeah. <laughs> which admittedly we do have a large free skiing listenership. That's you should make. We'll we'll bleep that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to keep it yeah, anonymous? Yeah, yeah. But yeah,
1: yeah. Back.
3: Back to the, the actors; those guys are great. So Caleb is a stand-up comic yeah. um, who's like getting into acting. He he runs a really cool thing called Don't Tell Comedy, and um, I I've been talking to him about getting him involved in something. And this was uh, the improv thing really fit his thing. And Louise we'd worked with before, and obviously being Australian, I was like, come yeah. on, boy. Um, so yeah, I, I liked that their chemistry was great, but I I'm glad that distraction worked. And then yeah, the we put Rom in the shop. but the decision to make him less obvious mm. as it and like at the start was was something that we kind of thought about later on which um glad it works
0: fucking awesome man there's a sort of cohesive theme between all the elements in this and i tell me i'm wrong but the sort of attention hunger everybody in these shorts is either a youtuber or they're doing something in order to to sort of get attention on them whether or not it's a channel that's kind of kind of struggling and they seem to almost sort of be morality tales around filming yourself. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone everyone, sort of gets their comeuppance that only comes from the fact that they had a camera on and were trying to do something. Is this, is this some sort of... Cry for help? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean, we could, we could do that. We could say that that's the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, that's go it. Go 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 us, go. please.
0: <laughs> Blink if you're safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do oh, I get man. some Feed Her to the Sharks merch? <laughs>
3: That's a that is a very specific <laughs> <laughs> specific question. Because you, did, uh, you had
0: a background in, in music videos uh yeah. and I I thought I'd have a, a look around. And it it what's interesting is there's a there were shots where I'm like, oh, he'll use that later in the Christmas tapes, but to far better effect. <laughs> 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 well they're a really good band. Was the music gonna be a thing you did before you found you found Randy and went, We're gonna make incredibly good horror? anthological christmas comedy <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah so uh i music video is kind of my background i did about five years of that pretty much non-stop mostly in the metalcore and punk and hardcore
1: yeah, good music
3: yeah so like uh i worked with this uh, director called jason ashragian mm-hmm. and we were just kind of like smashing it out between the other like kind of work we were doing and it just kept leading to more and more stuff. Um, no one has ever come up to me and mentioned Fido to the Sharks out of the list of stuff we did. It's always like North Lane or nah. uh, make them uh, Supper yeah. or something in that world. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was fun. Just sleeping on their couches, making music videos. We had a UFC fighter. I can't remember his name. And he like canceled the day of for that boxing scene. And it was frustrating because we'd flown to Sydney mm. and uh, he's like, I can't. I just hurt my ankle in training. Mm. And then like a live video of him on the beach with his like daughter, like and two hours later. And we're like, great. Amazing. This
1: Thanks, is, uh, <laughs> fantastic. You definitely. <laughs>
0: um, I can probably find you some merch. Fantastic, thank you. Yeah. Awesome. That, I mean, that's all I really, that's, yeah. <laughs> Crowbar, that
3: was a deep dive. <laughs> well, thank we you.
0: tried, you know, I was like, okay. Minolta, SRT 101, I'll bring that it <laughs> <laughs> And it's just your mates. Great. <laughs>
1: so, uh, so Greg, in this movie, you got him as Jeff, the character from Infrared. And in Infrared, you sort of see him go from cracking these cheesy dad jokes and over the, the period of the entire movie, he then becomes like, I'm the fucking producer now. And then becomes this manic, crazy, like zero to a hundred figure. Whereas in this movie, it's within the first five minutes and he's gone from Mm. cheesy dad jokes to fucking psychopath. And there's a few moments where he's like applauding his own videotapes, but he's like clapping against a gun and it's the funniest thing but the most unsettling <laughs> thing at the same time and I can't I can't watch it now without just seeing him going with a fucking handgun like <laughs> pointing at the camera I didn't even notice that it's fucking incredible man oh, honestly that dude so terrifies me on so many levels I love him to pieces but he's terrifying <laughs>
3: It's so unhinging. Honestly. Like, it's like, does he know how to use the gun? Yeah. Like, when he's like pointing it at them with yeah, the black, like, though, man. You
0: know, <gasps> I yeah. knew I was going to enjoy this film when because it opens and the brother's got a scarf. Like, he's got a red, his sister's shooting on a fucking red, and he's just got a red scarf. Right? And I'm like, right, okay, so she got the red camera. He got the red scarf. They clearly fucking hate this boy. And then the very next line is, we clearly fucking hate you as a joke. <laughs> okay, these things, I speak the same language as these guys. Was the, was the, was the uh, how, much, how much kind of thought do you put into the little callbacks like that? Because there's so many of them in this film. Those little sort of moments where the, the, the viewer has clearly clocked onto something and you, you almost sort of, quite, in a quite meta way, you clock Randy's
3: it. Randy's the note taker on set for sure.
0: Um, are you the man who walks... Uh,
3: are you talking about like specific lines?
2: No,
0: just just that sense of cohesion in the writing. Is that is that just, uh, you just do it naturally or is that something you put work into? Uh,
2: it's a mixture of us and the actors. So we usually we have a backstory for the actors, mm. uh, the characters, and um, they study it and they bring it to set. Um, and then also we give them certain notes. So for example, Greg always picks on the dad. And mm. I remember telling Greg, just keep picking yeah, on him. Yeah, yeah. Or the bit with the... The mistletoe. Yeah, we knew that that scene was coming up, oh, so I purposefully man. put the son in the
3: middle because I knew it'd be awkward. So
2: um, <laughs> I felt so <laughs> bad for that fucker, guy. Man. I felt so exactly. bad for that
1: guy at that moment. I was like, "Fuck!" Can you imagine your parents?
3: <laughs> it was also we wanted people to think the mistletoe might be for
1: the son yeah, and the yeah, yeah, like oh. so
3: you don't know what's what's kind of kind of coming. The in thing there. with
1: Greg so, though, you can't really tell until it's too late. You know what I mean? Could be for anyone. <laughs>
0: yeah. So Randy's a sadist. We figured out Randy's a sadist. He's found a a career in which he can legally torture people. Because (laughs) it's all (laughs) make-believe. Eat the cookie. Um. Oh my
1: God. Fucking Dave Sheridan putting that cookie in his pocket. I had to pause, man. I was crying. (laughs) It was so fucking funny. We have
3: about an hour and a half of Dave stuff that we had to cut just (gasps) because obviously for for time, like there's so many little moments. Like you could almost recut that entire scene with fresh footage.
0: Did someone say DVD?
3: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the cool thing with Greg playing the part just coming in like Mm. that was he reached out to us after infrared when he saw the Mm. footage and was like, man, I had so much fun playing Jeff. Uh, Like, let me know if we can do it again. And I'm assuming he meant... Let's do another movie. Right. And we're like, we have this Jeff pitch for you. Yeah. Um, Cause we just started joking. It, literally, it started as a joke. It was no, like,
2: it was Rob. He said, he messaged me saying, Hey, how about we, uh, we put Jeff in another film and he kidnaps a family in Christmas and forces them to watch tapes.
3: And he was like, I'm joking. And I was like,
2: yeah. <laughs> and
3: then I had this conversation with my wife about it. And she's like, that sounds like so much more work. I was like, no, it was so much easier because we're just producing these individual things. We yeah. can do one a month. It was so much fucking, the amount of, I told you so that I got, um, (laughs) uh, but it was, it's totally worth it. Um, really, really, uh, yeah, it was the the whole thing was a really hard experience, but it was it was a fun one. Like the the helmet, the the short two minute thing is me running around with this like stupid helmet cam <laughs> thing on, and uh, I just come off a week of COVID, so I had like no oh breath. Oh my god! And COVID is the theme of the shoot. 105 degrees. It was uh, oh sorry, uh, 40 degrees. Thank you, thank okay. you. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I just I've only it took me about four years to transition to the 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 bigger number. <laughs> But yeah, it's um, yeah,
1: I'm glad we did it. Nice,
0: man. Uh, and is that where where did the anthological route come from? I mean, obviously, sort of going, okay. Well, Greg says he's up for another movie. We could just we could cut him in. Is is that as far as the decision to do an anthological horror came from? Or
2: I think it was the idea of him carrying around a box of tapes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it was that.
3: Well, what was the original concept well, just, we couldn't do it because like if you don't have a street that's dressed up as Christmas it doesn't work yeah, but yeah. the original concept was the film would open with this footage on black and the trunk of a car would pop yeah. up mm. and there'd be a camera filming him and he had a kidnapped cameraman <laughs> with his box and then they'd go up to the nice. door um, which would have been a cool. we, we couldn't make it work but it, it was, that was like
1: the initial concept before we developed it mm. into to what fair it became fair enough man, fair enough well, guys, thank you so fucking much for joining us, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, Thank you. Cool. Just thank before you. you go, can we give you a quick elevator pitch? Can you give us some feedback on our movie idea? Mm. <laughs> just let us know whether you think okay. it'll work. or Can I be, be honest? Yeah, yeah, 100% honest. Yeah, yeah it, you'll be honest. Okay, will right. our
3: answer determine whether this episode gets released? Absolutely Oh, no, it's getting released anyway. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, yeah, 100%
1: yeah, yeah. getting released. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. All yeah, yeah. Right. I don't have high hopes. I've had it like a fucking flat 0% feedback rate at the moment, but I'm holding out <laughs> hope. All perfect. Right? Yeah, yeah. So the idea is... You know the theory that like other other life forms in the universe are not like based on carbon; they're based on like silicon, right? So they can be like silicon based. Where the fuck are we going oh, with I this? I know, right? It's exciting. Okay, <laughs> okay. all right. <laughs>
0: Already, you're intrigued, right? Look at that, Look at that curiosity. See? This
1: is looking good, man. So silicon based beings
0: Heavy they crash
1: land into uh, California, and they can manipulate all of the silicon stuff around us. So they take over all the natural so, like, shit. You know, what I mean, laptops and shit. Yeah, right? you know, like silicon, like computer systems and stuff like this. Mm. But aside like a, a a side reaction to this, like a fucking little happenstance. They take control over all silicon. So, seemingly overnight, all of the fake tits in California come to life. <laughs> Attack of yeah. at the killer tits.
0: Think...
2: Fund it. Wait, we'll it- bring you Greg Sestero and Dave Sheridan.
0: Yes! I fucking knew it was going to oh happen. I knew yes. it was going to happen we made it we can't figure out if we're going to call it Attack of the Killer Tits or set it in San Fernando and then call it Silicon Valley yeah because we don't think the name's taken yet (laughs) Silicon Valley might work better (laughs) to be fair Uh, it's a little catchier yeah and it's free it wasn't
3: wasn't already a very successful HBO TV show Not
0: not that we know of we don't have HBO of You know what I mean? We complete ignorance. No. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure. Please tell us once again where the few listeners we've not managed to violently corral into watching this movie, uh, tell us where they can find it now that they know how good it is. Yes, <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah,
3: it'll, it'll be on. Uh, I- uh, so it's one of those things where the is like it's going to come out we won't tell you the stuff so we're just slowly learning things it's right. going to be pretty broadly spread but um, definitely on Prime definitely on uh, Kings of Horror great uh, most likely heading to Tubi for non-England listeners awesome um, I think it's on
2: Google Play and um, Microsoft Movies
3: yeah it'll be on all go. the standard like yeah. iTunes-y type type ones as well basically if you um, can't
0: find it you're a prick so i yeah, mean at that yeah, point yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it,
3: it should be it should be
1: pretty easy to <laughs>
0: fantastic <laughs> thanks fantastic. again well, guys we can't recommend the film high, highly enough honestly go and uh,
1: fucking watch it right now as soon as you finish this episode go watch it it's worth it and buy a christmas and buy a fucking, sweater. fucking oh, christmas God. sweater because they're <laughs> great they're so
0: good. they are good thank you so much for joining us guys it's been an absolute pleasure um christmas tapes is action there's passion that's Christmas. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers, <laughs> so guys. We'll catch you next week, Whoa. and uh, hey, thanks,
1: guys. we will Thank see you. you all soon.
0: Bye, conjure.